If you're not sure about driving in Ireland, or you just want some reassurances that you're making the right choice, today's podcast is just for you. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. So today I wanted to talk about driving in Ireland. This is something that comes up a lot. I get a lot of emails and questions on my social about how difficult is it really to drive in Ireland? Should I drive in Ireland? And, you know, do do I need to worry is basically the, the gist of what I am getting in these questions. So today I want to just kind of talk to you about driving driving in Ireland, the things that you need to keep in mind, and maybe set your mind at ease a little bit and help you to kind of relax maybe about driving in Ireland and look at it as a really great adventure. So before we start, I want to just say that if you haven't already listened to podcast episode 135 about renting a car in Ireland, that would be your first step before the driving tips. So again, podcast episode 135 has the eight steps to car rental in Ireland, and it also links you out to an article that tells you absolutely everything that you need to know about car rental in Ireland. So first step, get the car. Second step, get the driving tips. And we are going to jump into those now. Now, as a tourist, probably the first thing you're going to hear about driving in Ireland is they drive on the wrong side of the road. So wrong, right? Whatever you want to call it. In Ireland, they do drive on the left. And that's something that it seems like it might be hard to wrap your mind around. But I'm going to tell you that after a few hours or maybe just a day of driving on the, you know, the wrong side of the road, it's going to feel very comfortable. But there are a few things that you want to keep in mind. The first thing is before you even pull out of the rental car parking lot, learn learn a little bit about your car. Everything inside the car is going to be opposite as well. So you're not only on the right side of the car, but your um, your transmission is whether it's a stick shift or an automatic shift, it's going to be on the other side. So it's going to be on your left. The radio dials, the air conditioning, everything is on the left. You also need to figure out where are your windshield wipers, where are the headlights, how do things work. Do all of that before rolling out of that parking lot and maybe even take a turn around the parking lot once or twice to get used to driving the car. And then when you leave, always keep left and look right. And that's going to be backwards from what you're used to doing because if you're used to driving on the right, the first way you look is left and then right. So usually it's look left, oh, look right, look right again, and then go. (laughs) When you're turning to the left, try to remember to stay as close to the curb as you can, and that's going to help keep you from crossing over, especially if you're in an area where maybe you have two turning lanes of traffic 
and and you're used to you know hugging the left and then getting over to the right. So just hug hug the left curb when you turn left and you'll be good to go. Always remember that the driver sits in the middle of the road closest to oncoming traffic. That is exactly the same if you are driving um, at home, you know, where you're drive when when you're driving on the right side of the road, the driver is still closest to oncoming traffic. So if that helps you to remember what side of the road to be on, keep that in mind. And then finally, on the motorway, so this is your wide interstate two-lane type of highway. On the motorway, the slow lane is the left lane and the right lane is the passing lane. So don't drive in the right lane because you will make people angry if you're going slowly. So remember, that's, that is also backwards. Now, roundabouts are getting more and more common across, um, across the U.S. and North America, and you're going to find roundabouts all over Ireland. So make sure that you know how to use them correctly. Now, I have a full article. It has over 30 tips on driving in Ireland, and you're going to find that in the show notes. So if you open your show notes at the very bottom of them, it will say that this first appeared at Ireland Family Vacations. All you have to do is click that link, and it's going to take you over to this full article full of driving tips. But I'm just going to give you a few tips for the roundabout. Number one, you're entering the roundabout and you're going clockwise. But before you get to the roundabout, you're going to see signs that will tell you which lane you need to be in for your exit, because usually that outer lane, that left lane will drop off at an exit. And so if you're in that lane, if you're just hugging that left lane, but your exit is the third one, it's likely that you're either going to cut somebody off or um, cause a problem in the roundabout. So Pay attention to the signs and know which lane you need and which lane you're going to need to exit from. Remember that you do not stop in the roundabout unless it is necessary to avoid a collision or if the roundabout is controlled by traffic lights. And don't forget to use your turn signal in the roundabout. You want to, that's how you're telling people what you're doing, whether you're coming into an inner lane or you're exiting, make sure you're using that turn signal to indicate what you are doing in the roundabout. Always remember that um, oncoming vehicles from the right have the right of way. So whether you're entering a roundabout and the vehicles are coming around from the right, or you're turning either left or right from a four-way intersection, the vehicle from the right has the right of way and always yield to cars in the motorway. Now, if you're used to turning right on red in North America, know that you cannot turn on a red light in Ireland anywhere. And always have your roadside assistance or accident information numbers for your rental car easy to get to just in case you need them. Now, Ireland has a few driving laws that you do want to just kind of keep in the back of your mind. Um, as in most other places, seatbelt use is mandatory, but it is the driver's responsibility to make sure that everybody in the car is, is properly restrained. So if, 
you happen to get pulled over and somebody in the back seat does not have a seatbelt on, the driver is ticketed. It is not the person that is not wearing the seatbelt. Ireland also has very strict drunk driving laws. The legal drinking and driving limit is 0.05% blood alcohol content. So it's lower than many places. So if you're planning to go out to the pub, maybe consider taking a taxi or if it's close enough, go ahead and walk. Um, But that's definitely something you want to keep in mind. It is a zero tolerance policy there. Children under four feet, nine inches and weighing less than 80 pounds need to be using an approved child safety seat, whether it is a full on um, car seat or a booster seat. They are required in Ireland. If your children are close to that point, you know, you, you may be able to squeak by, but there is a terrific inflatable travel booster called Bubble Bum that is relatively inexpensive and it deflates and packs very, very easily. So super simple to take along. And finally, it is prohibited to use a handheld mobile phone while driving in Ireland. You can use it if it's connected to the car, but no, no holding your hand and swiping through. That, uh, that is also a zero tolerance policy. Now onto my favorite, favorite thing, Irish roads. I love a great Irish road. It's, it's kind of like the narrower, the better. And if there's even grass growing up <laughs> kind of in the middle, I'm, I'm in my happy place. So what I want to tell you with this is that in over 20 years of visiting Ireland, I can't remember ever becoming truly lost. Like I had no idea where I was going or what way I needed to go because road signs are plentiful and there's usually more than one route to your destination. So I actually advise not to get a GPS unit from your rental car company. Um, Number one, a GPS unit is only as good as its last update. And number two, if you get a map and most car rental companies will give you one, or I have a favorite map that actually folds up super nice and it's laminated and everything. But a map and just kind of pointing your car in the right direction will usually get you to where you're going. Maybe not fast, but uh, it'll get you there and you'll get to explore along the way. If you truly need a navigational unit, I recommend using the app on your phone. So whether it's Google Maps or Apple Maps or whatever, uh, Waze works as well. And just using the data, either the international data on your phone or getting a Wi-Fi unit, and that's going to take care of you. So just ditch the GPS altogether. Now, when you're talking about roads, it's important to understand that Ireland has a few different types of roads. They have these beautiful, wide, modern motorways, and those go from like major city to major city. And they're beautiful, they're wide, they're fast. And like the interstates across North America, you don't get to see much. (laughs) But once you get off of those, you're into the national roads, the primaries, the secondaries, and even regional roads. And that's when you start noticing the roads get smaller, they're not as straight, they're lined by hedgerows, You're not seeing very far ahead of yourself. And that's where you need to really start taking care with how you're driving and how fast you're going and 
just kind of the aggressiveness, I guess, of your driving, because as the roads get narrower, the speed limits don't change much. So you'll be on, I kid you not, you'll be on this little tiny road that seems almost like it's maybe two ruts and some and some grass. And you might see a hundred kilometer an hour speed limit sign. Well, that's close to 50 miles an hour. And I don't know about you, but that's way too fast for me on one of those roads, even after all these years. So you want to pay attention to kind of what what conditions that you're driving in. You know, is it rainy? Is it nighttime? I mean, it's very, very dark in Ireland at night because there aren't any streetlights in the rural areas. So very dark. You may not see the roads coming up because they're not marked terribly well or there's no light for you. So you want to really pay attention to the road conditions and opt for slower over faster and just stay safe when you're when you're thinking about those kind of things. It's very rare that if you are not on a wide motorway or a really nice primary road that you're going to go the speed limit. So your your average speed limits in Ireland are 50 kilometers an hour around the cities, 80 kilometers on secondary and regional roads and some of those can be super super small so 40 miles an hour, 80 kilometers an hour is really fast. 100 kilometers an hour on the larger national roads and 120 on the motorways. So unless you're on one of those really nice, beautiful, wide new roads, you're probably not going the speed limit. So be sure to factor in extra drive time to your trip. A good rule of thumb for that is about adding 10 minutes to every 30 that you plan to drive. And that will get you to your destinations on time if you are, if you do have to be there at a certain time. Now, Ireland does have toll roads, a couple toll bridges and tunnels. Most of them have a barrier on them and they will either take cash or they have a tap touchless to pay. So you just use your, your credit or debit card that has the chip in it, tap and go. That said, the M50, so M like mouse, five zero, which is the ring road around Dublin, is a barrier-free toll road. And your rental car company, depending on the company, will have a way that you will need to deal with that. Very few companies will roll it into your billing and just bill you for it. Most companies expect you to log into the website and pay it. You have until 8 p.m. the following day to pay that toll, and it's only a, a couple of euros. So log on, it's eflow.ie, log on and pay it. Or when you stop at a petrol station, a lot of those are also pay zone stations around Dublin, and you can just pay it right there. The average toll is about three euro, two to three euro. So like I said, a lot of them have tap, but just keep a little bit of change on you, one and two euro coins, and toss them in, and you're good to go. Another thing that you're going to notice when you're in rural Ireland is that the roads are busy, but not just with cars. You're going to find a lot of walkers, a lot of cyclists, and plenty of farm animals, especially sheep. So that's just another thing to be aware of and pay attention to 
when you're driving in the rural areas and even in the cities is who else is sharing the road with you. Again, don't drive faster than the conditions allow and pay attention to what is around you. So a few driving safety tips that I want to share. The first one, and this is something I stress often when I'm talking to people about their Ireland vacation plans, don't drive tired. When you arrive in Ireland, especially if you're coming from overseas, you're going to arrive first thing in the morning and you will have flown overnight. So you're already jet lagged. You haven't slept well and you're already tired. You are arriving tired. I do not recommend driving more than 90 minutes from when you pick up the car. You're just, you've been sitting for hours. Your body needs sleep or it needs food. (laughs) One of the two, you're going to fuel one way or the other, but you've already been sitting. Your body is tired. Your brain is tired. And it's not the optimal time to learn how to drive on the opposite side of the road, on the opposite side of the car. So if you must pick up your rental car when you arrive in Ireland, plan to stay close. Don't go more than 45 miles from the airport, if at all possible, just for safety. The second thing I want to stress is use your navigator. If you are driving with someone, if you have people with you and you've got somebody in that passenger seat, utilize them. They're a second set of eyes. There's somebody else to look for things in the road, to watch for road signs, to be looking at the map and looking at a map app on your phone. They're the ones who should be using it. They are the ones who should be directing you where you need to turn and what you need to do. So utilize that navigator as much as possible. And then kind of, as I said earlier, Don't go faster than you're comfortable driving. You're going to find that even on roads that that are too narrow, maybe to overtake and to pass, every so often you're going to find a wide spot in that road. And that is actually a passing place. So if you notice that you're driving in a rural area and there's a line of cars that would like to get past you and you see one of those passing places, pull over. Let those cars pass. Don't feel like you have to speed up to a point that you aren't comfortable with because you don't know the road so you can get out of their way. Just pull to the side, let them pass, and then get back out on the road and enjoy your drive. Do not, do not feel like you have to speed up or don't let people kind of push you out of where you're comfortable at. Another point with that is that if you want to slow down or stop on a road, be sure that it's safe to do so. If you're driving along, let's say you're driving the N22 into Cary from Cork, well, that's known as the Sculpture Road. And as you enter County Cary, you're going to see these art sculptures all along. And there's a beautiful one of of a rearing unicorn. It's absolutely stunning. But there's no place there to stop safely. The traffic is moving too fast. It's going 100 kilometers an hour. There are no stopping points. There's nothing there. The last thing you want to do is whip off to the side of the road and stop so you can get a picture because you're going to cause an accident. So make sure that if you are slowing down or stopping, number one, you're using your indicator. You're letting people know what 
you're planning on doing, whether it's the turn signal so you can get off the side. And remember, you're pulling to the left, not the right, whether it's your turn signal to get off to the side or you hit your emergency flashers to let them know you're slowing down. Make sure that you are indicating to people what you are doing and stop safely. Don't whip your door open because you want to hop out. You need to check. Make sure there's nobody else coming. Make sure that there are no accidents that are going to happen because you were you were impulsive. So just take it slow and be safe. <laughs> um, a few final tips for driving in Ireland. Rental cars come with two types of fuel options. So you can just get regular petrol or gasoline, or you can get diesel. Now this is going to be indicated on the fuel tank door. It will say, you know, diesel only or fill with petrol. But then when you get to the gas pump, make sure you're grabbing the wrong one because diesel is green there. And I know that in many places in North America, the green handle is the gasoline and the diesel may be yellow or red. So make sure both on the vehicle and on the gas pump that you are filling up with the right fuel because that is a very, very expensive mistake to make. If you're spending time in very rural areas, make sure that your gas tank is full before you get there. Sometimes it can be few and far between to find a gas station out in some of the more removed areas, some of the areas that are a little more off the beaten track. So make sure that you have enough fuel. And then if you are driving into a town, you're going to find mostly that the parking is in paid parking areas. You might find some street parking in smaller villages, but in most places you're going to find a paid parking lot or the street parking is going to be paid as well, but you're not going to find parking meters. You're going to find one single payment box. It will spit out a ticket and you'll put that on the dash of your car. So the parking areas are well signposted when you come into town and all of them have the automated pay center, usually very, very easy to find. So I hope that maybe gave you a little more reassurance about driving in Ireland. I know it's a lot to take in and you probably have questions. The ones that I receive the most often are, should I drive in Ireland? My answer to that is yes. If you are a confident driver and you have a good driving history, you're really going to adjust pretty easily to driving on that wrong side of the road. As long as you pay attention to the road, obey the traffic signals, and remember to keep left, you're going to be grand. So don't let that scare you off. A lot of people ask if you have to have an international driver's license to drive in Ireland. For most visitors, the answer is no. If you're coming from the U.S., Canada, Australia, the United Kingdom, and an EU member state, you do not need an international driving permit. Do you need a car in Dublin? No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Don't drive in Dublin. Don't take a car into Dublin. Dublin is a very compact and walkable city, loads of affordable public transportation. So if you're starting your, your trip in Dublin or you're ending your trip in Dublin, don't get the car until you know, you're get ready to leave the city 
or drop the car off before you go into the city. Now, if you do take a car into the city center, know that parking is very limited and it can be expensive. Most hotels do not have parking for their guests. So always check that if you have the car reserved and you're planning to go into Dublin city center. If you're hitting Dublin in the middle of your trip, which I know some people do, my recommendation is to stay outside of the city and take the the Lewis, which is the light rail. So maybe you park at Red Cow on the edge of the city and leave the car there and take the Lewis in or stay in one of the the villages outside of Dublin, Malahide, Hoth, Bray, all really great seaside villages. And then you visit Dublin during the day and use the train. Does Google Maps work in Ireland? I kind of talked about this, but it's a question I get a lot. The answer is yes. As long as you have an international phone plan or you are using a portable Wi-Fi device. You can even actually download your Google Maps from Wi-Fi, say at your B&B or hotel, and use it offline. Super easy. I think... I hope I have answered all the questions you might have about driving in Ireland. Like I said, I have a massive article, over 30 tips for driving in Ireland. You will find that link in your show notes. Just open up your podcast app, open this episode, and it will be at the bottom of the notes. There will be a link over to the website, and you can see every single tip that I have for you. And as always, you can just email me directly, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com, and I am happy to answer any driving questions that you have. So I just, I guess I just want to leave you with, don't be afraid to drive in Ireland. Very first time I went, maybe I was naive, I don't know, but I landed and it was me and a map and a book of B&Bs, and you just get in and you do it. You take the time, learn the car, and just pay attention and be cautious. And really, really quickly, it's going to feel like second nature, and you'll wonder why you were ever worried in the first place. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review on your podcast app. Or I would love it if you would visit the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there. Or if you're an Instagram user, go ahead, snap a screenshot of this episode, pop it into your Instagram stories, tag me at Ireland Family Vacations, say something nice, and, uh, and I'll go ahead and share it over on my site as well. I want to thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, Slanga Folk.